No. Welcome to Power Trader Radio's Trade Talk, the show designed exclusively for the savvy stock trader or investor of today. With the latest market analysis and strategies, stock market tips and tricks, investments with options and spread trades, near report, news, events, analysis, and research, we put it together for you. Hosted by Andy Peterson and Mark Eli. And now here are your co-hosts, Andy Peterson. by itself it sounds like hope it doesn't start <laughs> over again so is this the show are we are we doing this right now man i've got my radio, got my radio voice on so, oh that's fantastic well, well I, I mean why not i mean we are 15 minutes early uh yes, but sir. you know we are eager we're, we're ready eager all beavers. the time we're eager Beaver. beavers eager. with me as always yes, speaking sir. of animals with me as always is my dog if I say her name, she'll look over at me and start howling. I'll spell her name. It's D-A-I-S-Y. She's in the studios with me here in Illinois. Up in northern Illinois is Mark Eli. How you doing, Mark? Great. Chicago has uh, lots of rain and lots of trading today. Yes, tons of trading going on. Uh, market just closed an hour and a half ago or something like that, but... Um, our, we haven't closed. We're just getting warmed up, and it's always fun to um, to be in the middle of trading and training and educating and then remembering that we've got a show and then turning it on and then having it start automatically. And so here we are. Um, the only problem, Mark, is it says we've got nine minutes remaining on the show, so this is either going to be a short podcast or we're just going to have to go over. I'm not really sure how we're going to handle that, but I guess we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. We certainly have more than nine minutes of, um, of, of, uh, material to discuss. Um, the number to reach us is 914-338-1702. Call us if you have a question, if you have a question you don't want to hear yourself on the air because you think that you're have a silly sounding voice and you can always, uh, find us on Twitter, hashtag, um, PTR ask hashtag PTR ask. We monitor that hashtag for questions that we will answer live on the show. Um, and if you also want, we can just give you a call and tell us uh, what your number is and we'll give you a call back uh, live on the show. So it's convenient for you. We'll give you a call. We can talk about your trading question options, trading questions. So um, yeah, no, you're right, Mark. We've had a lot of stuff going on. We've been doing some trades Um so I, there's some things I want to talk about, but you know, before we get into that, is um, this dialogue is not intended for investment advice, right, Mark? Yes, sir. Yeah, we. And it's sure. not a recommendation by hold or sell. Buy, hold, or sell for educational purpose. Uh, yeah. That's right. But we always buy, hold, or sell, and uh, a lot, most of the time we're doing paper trade just so that we can get a feel for how our trade caddy tools are working for us and whether they need to be tweaked. 
um, we've made some tweaks and suggestions even this week. So uh, we've got RK, our uh, CTO, working diligently on uh, various uh, projects, and we're kind of tweaking it ourselves. We're all we're all computer programmers, so that makes us very um, adept at you know making the changes we want to see made. So uh, check them out uh, at tradecaddy.com. I wanted to talk a little bit, Mark, about uh, about the psychology, the sadness one feels in the pit of their stomach when they miss a uh, fantastic trade, and they they see that the bell opened, and they remember they forgot to place their their bull put or whatever whatever bullish trade they wanted to place on Facebook, and then they see it jump like five uh, five bucks in the first uh, half hour of trading, and they realize they missed their uh, their their mark. So. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Facebook, a little bit about um, our uh, our rolling strategy, our Wheel of Fortune strategy with Abadel, A-B-D-L. Um, I also want to talk about Biogen um, and their Alzheimer's um, drug, and also a little bit about Microsoft, if we've got some time, too. So um, I guess first, Mark, I mean, is, is – um, would now be a good time to kind of talk about the AVDL trade and the history of it. And just to give a, you can give a little bit of background, but we sold, and this was a live trade. We sold our short call today that we had on AVDL as part of our wheel of fortune. And the goal of the wheel of fortune um, is to get your cost basis down to zero. Um, and so this particular cell of our short call, um, we actually did not lower our cost basis. And so I have two questions for you, Mark, along with providing us a history on uh, what we're doing with AVDL. Uh, So why did we sell it now? And when will we buy another or when will we sell another short call um, in order to capitalize on that wheel of fortune trade that we want to see uh, lower our cost basis down to zero for uh, that stock? That's a great question. And the short answer is to seize the opportunity of the upswing that's yet to come. And and like uh, just to step us into this trade, uh, this is a real trade. So uh, full disclosure out there, Andy and I have done this in real money, not paper trading. So we started off and we bought um, AVDL at $8.76, but we bought a short call, an obligation to sell it at $7.50. And therefore, lowered our cost basis all the way down to $6.26. So we got so much money on that short call, we were able to do that. And that was expiring in June of last year, uh, this last year. And uh, then we did the same thing. We let that expire. And when uh, it expired, we went ahead and sold another short call, which is the Wheel of Fortune, where you, and getting more money, lowering our cost basis again down to $4.76. So there we were holding the stock, $4.76 today, and we had a short call at $7.50. Now, that way, way that short call works, it's a wonderful instrument. Whenever the market goes down, the, uh, uh, the opportunity for you to buy it back becomes cheaper, cheaper and cheaper the farther down it goes in money. Because remember, you got paid money to take that obligation. And we got paid a dollar seventy six to to take that that uh, that obligation. So when we got paid that money, we went ahead and uh, uh, you know we appreciated that money. We we it's in our portfolio. It lowers our cost basis. Now we're down at that four seventy six, but we have an obligation to sell it at seven fifty. We were looking at it today, 
Andy looked at it. It was a $0.55 cents to buy it back. That's what the market mm-hmm. was requesting. Andy and I made a decision. Hey, let's look. Let's see if they'll give it at $0.45. Cents. So right. we went ahead and said, hey, if it gives it at $0.45, cents, it's going to cost us 5 bucks for that ticket charge. So at 5 bucks, we just kind of did the magic and worked it into what it would cost per share. So we got 100 uh, one contract's 100 shares, so 100 divided into 5 bucks is 5 cents. So if we ask 45 cents and the cost of that contra- uh, doing that, the business of that is 5 bucks, that would be 50 cents per share. Mm-hmm. So we went ahead and we did that. We placed it. Lo and behold, it went through, 50 cents. Now, what did that mean? We paid $50 for that, and our cost basis is 476 uh, that's four dollars and seventy six for one hundred shares. That's four hundred and seventy six dollars. Take four hundred and seventy six dollars and you add fifty dollars to it to increase your uh, cost basis. That raised it to five dollars and twenty six cents. When it was just magic. It was just a magical moment. Andy and I went, looked at the price of the stock at that moment, and it was being sold at five dollars and twenty six cents. This mount mount might sound like good news to you, but really it all it meant is, hey, we didn't lose money and we didn't make money. At that moment, today, at this moment, we were completely break even. However, there was a point earlier that Andy and I could have took our profits and how much, it was like 25% profit, but we decided yeah. to stay in the trade. There's this little yeah. rule that we run by that our ROI that we like to make on an annual basis is 20%. And that, and anything more than that, it becomes greedy. And we decided to be greedy. <laughs> and we, so we stayed in that trade. Right. And so now we're waiting for that upswing, which might happen. And right. if it does, we're going to go ahead and short that call again. At, and we're going to make a decision. We don't know right now. But we're looking at either the... <laughs> We're looking at the five dollar strike or the seven fifty, and and right. uh, we're just to see what the market offers. Right, and we're also doing this as an educational exercise as well. Um, and it's always interesting, you know, ABDL's earnings reports have not been fantastic, and this has been one of the worst yet, with a percent surprise of negative forty eight point six five, and this was released yesterday. So for us. It was time to strike, so to speak. And so when we saw that the price went down to buy that back, we uh, took advantage of it, knowing that the way that the market works and the way that the history of the ABDL stock has been, um, we're still able to, in the long run, uh, have that wheel of fortune. Um, doesn't look like we're at any, um, once we uh, sell that short call, it doesn't look like that we will be under any threat of being having to sell it because it's nowhere near 750. Might be close to five. Um, you know, uh, come, I don't know what, what we were, what, what was the expiration date we were looking at for that next one? Was it November? Uh, the next one, December. Yeah. December. Yeah, okay. I think we're yeah. right. We were in it. Um, if I remember December, I, I, mid December, I can't remember the date. Yeah. Yeah. And so we have a covered call class that is an hour long. You can find it on Vimeo. Maybe I'll put a link to it up on our Twitter feed or on our Facebook page where you can take a look and how to uh, make paper trades with uh, covered calls with paper trades uh, on your favorite um, platform. Uh, we use Thinkorswim, but you can use whatever paper trade platform you want. Uh, that's your preference. But 
um, we have uh, plenty of materials available that will teach you how to place these covered calls. And it's great for a stagnant stock or slightly bullish stock to um, go ahead and reduce your basis down to zero and then you get to the no fear investing. So that's AVDL, Mark. Um, that's kind of like, um, that's not necessarily in the past, but it's certainly something that we've been looking at for a long time. And it's always good to revisit that and kind of get caught up with some of those trades that we've uh, been invested in in a while. A new trade that you just brought to my attention today that just had another earnings report um, and is also kind of on a personal level uh, interesting. It's a, um, it is a uh, pharmaceutical company called Biogen, and its ticker symbol is BIIB. And what it what um, what's interesting about it is it's um, it's new drug that is currently in uh, clinical trials. It's called BAN twenty four oh one, and it's for the reduction of the effects of, or at least the slowing of, the effects of Alzheimer's. Um, Mark, what can you tell me about that, and what are you thinking about with regards to a trade in it with Biogen? Is it, you know, with it being a pharmaceutical stock, it's highly risky because you know those things go up and down and all over the place. But we were kind of drawing up, um, uh, we were looking at the charts and kind of taking a look at if we were to trade this, and we probably would do it as a paper trade just because of the risk. Um, but what what were you thinking? Uh, you gave me a little bit of homework with regards to um, calculating the return on investment. But before we get into that, what do you think about that stock? just in general and the, the, the clinical trial specifically? A great question. And, and it, this, this trade, uh, the, what we're, is built on a personal, mo, uh, an emotional agenda. Now, we went ahead as owners of Trade Caddy. Andy and I went and looked at to see what Trade Caddy would say again about this stock and about right. this investment. And Trade Caddy saying uh, cautious to stagnant. Be be uh, um, be prepared to see a stagnant trend here. However, um, there's a lot of sentimental analysis out there that uh, that's reading into what this actually means, and it's all wrapped around what Andy just said: Alzheimer's. Now, Alzheimer's been a holy grail from a lot of uh, points of pharmaceutical companies. They've been going out, and even Hollywood got in and, and made a movie. Um, a lot of people don't know that uh, Planet of the Apes was uh, initiated by the concept that they went out and created this uh, pharmaceutical agent this, uh, to create uh, cure Alzheimer's and dementia. And, right. and in doing that, they were testing on monkeys and gorillas and, of course, increased their intelligence, which then the uh, apes and gorillas then took over the world. However. Wow. And in real life, uh, scientists have been really targeting Alzheimer's and especially around, you know, looking at hypertension, how it's uh, led to Alzheimer's. And they've been studying blood pressure and they've noticed that, you know, they did a, a study of 1,300 volunteers over the age of 65 and they conducted these uh, brain autopsies. Uh, uh, autopsies where they go out and take a sampling of the brain and, and CAT scans. Mm -hmm. and, and also when the patients died, they went ahead and uh, did that and looked at it. And they saw that high blood pressure definitely contributes to uh, increasing more artifacts and small lesions inside of the dead tissue of the brain. And, and, uh, but they also noted, uh, noticed that amyloids, the sticky protein, is higher in people with um, Alzheimer's. And they mm -hmm. went, it was an aha moment. They said, oh, these amyloids, these sticky proteins, the more there is, 
it actually impairs the nerve signals. So they said, hey, what if we created an enzyme that removed these, these uh, amyloids? Well, that, that was, that's kind of hard to do because you have to target only the amyloids and not the rest of the, the other tissue. So right. they, uh, a Biogen, a corporation um, that's in partner with a Japanese company, went ahead and uh, found this, and they called it BAN2401 is the name of the drug. So if mm-hmm. those are out there, it's BAN2401. Look at it up. Uh, well, uh, any patent on something that's making a, a revolutionary change in medicine, and, and it's 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 uh, getting passed through the FDA and getting into clinical trials. And they went ahead and they took a, um, a group of uh, volunteers. Uh, I, I can't remember how many there were. So I think there's 508. Excuse me, 856. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm dyslexic. I switch these two around, but. Hold on. 106 miles. Uh, so we yeah, 856. Yeah, we got John just joined the show, too, so I've just patched him. Oh, hey, fantastic. So we got 856 uh, people that were uh, volunteer for the study, and out of that, 70% of them showed a reduction of the amyloid proteins from uh, this band 2401. So Biogen, right. guess what? They released that article. In July of 2018, that stock went crazy. So sure. the uh, yeah, because everybody knows somebody that has Alzheimer's, you know, and a lot of them have, have them in their family, and we know that it's hereditary, and so everybody is cautious, you know, cautiously optimistic is what one of somebody from Mayo Clinic said uh, in the article that you're citing um, about this drug, and so I think that's making the stock market cautiously optimistic as well and um, and hopeful that this drug is going to have a positive impact uh, on the those who are suffering from Alzheimer's and their families as well. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Mark, you said something about the amyloid proteins? Right, right, the amyloid proteins in Alzheimer's. Yeah, they've – So it also uh, amyloid amyloid – I don't know how you pronounce it, but amyloidosis, where you you get all those proteins and they attack your organs. Uh, I I don't I don't know about that, but I do know uh, what uh, these pharmaceutical companies that are doing the research. They've been looking at amyloid collection in the brain, and when it's collected right. in the brain around the tissues there, it impels nerve set uh, the the nerve signals uh, is is. It's not a conductor of electricity. It's a repressor of electricity and decreases the uh, ability of the nerves to respond and therefore de- uh, causes the um, the problem that you have in dementia and all that. Right. And it says, according to the article, that this drug has shown the ability, the first time that any drug has shown the ability to clear the amyloid plaque and that, that, that plaque that reduces the electrical bonds between, you know, I guess the neurons in your brain to allow you as a Alzheimer's sufferer to recall, uh, you know, your short-term memory. And as time goes on, it continues to get worse. Well, I guess this drug is, um, is clearing that amyloid plaque. So that's pretty, uh, that makes Daisy excited. I can hear her over there getting pretty excited about it too. I don't know if she's got Alzheimer's in her family, but I certainly do in mine. And, uh, that makes me, you know, very optimistic as well. And so Mark, you, you wanted me to, to, uh, you gave me a little homework and you wanted me to calculate the ROI on a bull call on Biogen. And so you wanted me to figure out what that was now. Um, 
it's more of a complicated, I mean, it's very simple. And as a matter of fact, Ari does this, or the OCW just gives you the numbers for the ROI. So I could have cheated, um, but I didn't. And I, um, I came to the conclusion that the ROI uh, for this particular uh, bull call would be 150%. We looked at that and the equation for the return on investment is max reward divided by risk. And um, I say, of course, to get your maximum record, you take the difference in short co- in the strike prices and then the difference in the options prices as well. And right. so having an ROI of 150% is super compelling. Um, the risk, I mean, it's obviously with the pharmaceutical stock, you, you have to, you know, gauge your own risk and whether or not. And of course, you might have your own sentimental attachment to a bio, uh, uh, you know, um, a, a pharmaceutical drug that's going to, you know, cause a reduction in uh, the suffering of your family members. So all these things factor into your trading. And, you know, we were talking about doing this as a um, paper trade, but I might just go out and do it um, as, a, as an actual trade. And again, this is not um, uh, a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold for any of our listeners, but this is just us talking. Buy a bull call, Andy. Bull call it is. Uh, yeah, we, that's, we love call our bull calls on this show. Call. Oh, we did. Uh, we did a bull put on it because uh, there was a volatility. And John's question is a, a very good one. He he's his question is simply uh, reworded another way: Why a debit trade versus a credit trade? Yeah. And the answer to that, that answer to that is is because of the volatility. And volatility, when you see high volatility, those credit trades get rich. And and we saw on July first, the stock was at two ninety. The next day, it was at 367. That's some volatility. So that stock yeah. went up, and then the, uh, within a week, it was at 388.67, and then uh, it pulled back to 338.89, and now it's hanging uh, around the 350 uh, mark. So let's run back into time. Let's look at some technical analysis on that. Let's go back one year. Uh, on August 1st of last year, that stock was trading around 280. Same period of time, that stock went up to 330, did a pullback, and guess what it did in in uh, September and October? It shot back up to 340. So yeah. let's go back another year. Let's go back to August of 2016. That mm-hmm. stock was uh, again at 290. Guess what it did <laughs> in September, October? It shot, uh, it, it, it kind of went flat. It was 292 and then went down. Then it really went down in November to 246, then shot back up to 303 in December. So you can see a lot of volatility in this time period in this stock. Let's go back one more, one to more, one more time. 2015, that stock, guess where it was? It was at 290. You hear that 290, 290, 290. It's 290. So we're, that 290 is a strong line for right. uh, f- four or five years running. So, and, and it shoots it shoots from 290 to three in the 300s, 304, 46, in about the same period of time. So we're looking August to September as a jacks spike each time four years in a row. So what yep. stock ticker symbol B I I B. So yep, oh, this is yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what, what, that wasn't my question. No, my question was why a bull call versus a just a play, a straight call. I mean, a long call, just to just do a, a naked call on it. Not a naked call, a long call. A long call, yeah. Just 
Well, um, because uh, you could do that, uh, but that long call has got it's pretty fat because of the volatility. So if if you go out and you look at a, uh, the long call strike, you would uh, for this time period you're going to go ahead and pay fourteen dollars and sixty cents for a three fifty five long uh, call expiring uh, September twenty first two thousand and eighteen. This is the price at TD Ameritrade. If if okay. I were to um, because that that uh, long call is so expensive. At the same time, so is the credit. The credit's uh, fat. So if I do that, if I look at the 350 versus the 355, um, and, and, excuse me, if I do a, um, a what's called a bull put, I'm going to go ahead and look at the 355 uh, as my short put and the 350 as my long put. You know how much I'm going to pick up in credit, John? $3.25 in credit. What's my risk on this trade? I got five dollars difference between those two buck strikes. Buck twenty-five. A buck yeah, twenty-five. No, that's a good pull call. One hundred and fifty percent. That's a good. That's that's, that's easy money. What expiration date? That's yeah. Uh, that's, that's pretty. September twenty. That's pretty phenomenal. Twenty-first. Yeah, that's a good trade. <laughs> yeah. But what yeah. would it be? What's the stock at right now? It's at three fifty. Three fifty oh nine. So it only has to go up four dollars and ninety-one cents. Yeah, yeah, and if you look at the RSI, it's right at fifty, Where's kind of the, bouncing its way back up. It's yeah, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of bullish signs here. Where does uh, where does the next um, uh, where's the next uh, resistance line? Oh, that's at three seventy. Uh, uh, well, actually, at three sixty-seven eighty-nine is the the next resistance. Yeah, you get. Uh, yeah. And then you have a 388. If it breaks 367.89, the next resistance level is 388.67. And um, three, I mean 388. Excuse me. Make that 387.77. And the reason why is because that uh, resistance was uh, the same resistance in 2015. You, you, you've seen it uh, a couple times. So um, hey guys, listen. I, I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to interrupt Mark, but. According to our broadcast network, we have 26 seconds left. And in case it uh, it just shuts us off afterwards, I just want to thank everybody for listening, number one. Number two, I wanted to kind of get John's take on something. Um, we've been working on the alignment report for a specific request for him, and it's to uh, limit the um, – it's to look for stagnant trades. And we're looking at the Biogen um, yep. tick, um, chart right now. Biogen chart, Biogen charts so varied in terms of its stock prices that it increments in, um, uh, it has $20 increments, 260, 280, 300, 320 as it goes up on this chart. We have set up um, the alignment report to show stocks that change less than $2 or, or, or less than $1 either way on stocks that go out maybe uh, six months to a year. And so it's a very dramatic um, shift in what you would see compared to, say, this um, the Biogen uh, stock here. So we did this for John, and I was if there's any time left, I'd like for John to. It looks like we're now over our recording time, and I think we're still um, recording, which is great. So John, tell us a little bit about why you wanted us to create this uh, alignment report tool for you to get these um, these stocks that are doing very little in terms of up and down. Well, w there's a couple reasons. One is um, one is for educational purposes because they're, they're great 
ways to um, show new students the value of options and where, when you have a stagnant stock, because we've all in our life, we've bought a stock because we, we thought it was going to go up and it never went up. It just kind of stayed, it went up and down little, little changes. And we wound up a year later about where we were um, with no gain. So um, I want to use it as a tool to show the new students um, how, when you, when you have a stock like that, you can look at certain indicators and, and um, make money throughout that life cycle so that in, in that six months of that one-year time, instead of being right where you were when you started, you might be up 20 30%, 40% even. Um, so that's one reason. The other reason is um, there, it, when, in times when the volatility of the market is high and you've got a stagnant stock, it's a it's a great um, place to uh, incorporate a a, um, a a condor trade. Um, so, okay. which is uh, for for a lot of you that don't know what that is, it's a it's basically a, a bull put and a bear call, where the short strike prices on each of those um, segments are up above the uh, where that stock is. Um, uh, going back and forth on, so that's the that's the uh, dollar amount that we put in there, and we look at that we look at that uh, stock front, at that stock and how it's how it's uh, uh, moving up and down and up and down, but pretty much staying stagnant. Um, right, and it's a way to make money on stagnant trade. So all of us also, Andy, a lot of us have stocks that you know we we don't want to sell. We want to keep them for whatever reason, maybe. Maybe your uh, your grandfather gave you some hundred shares of IBM, or you um, you have a stock that you like the, the dividends that it's paying. Well, this just gives you a way to make some additional money on those types of um, stocks uh, that you have that are, are in that stagnant mode. So this this finds this this tool allows us to find um, trades where we can use that kind of a strategy. Right. Yeah, and does I that, also does that based, based, question? it absolutely does. And I went ahead and I posted a blog. It's a two-minute read. It's out there. Um, actually, I haven't. I posted it, but I haven't shared it on Facebook yet. It's about um, the options trading stock selection with the alignment report and how you can use it to take a look at these stagnant trades. Um, and there's actually three different parameters that you enter. Uh, you enter the percent change that you want to see the um, uh, the stock. And so you can enter 1% or 2% for the percent change. Uh, whether or not you want to break out, in other words, do you, is it okay if it breaks out of that 2% range so long as it's back in that 2% range for the number of days, the period in which you want to do the evaluation? Yeah. And then the last one is the number of days. So, for example, 2% change, no breakout, and over the course of 365 days. So for one full year, I want Ari to show me the stocks that have not changed over 2% throughout the entire year. And that will give you um, a, a narrow, very narrow, very filtered uh, search results that will show you those stocks that fit that criteria. And then you can head on over to Yahoo Finance or whatever and go ahead and ver verify. Uh, take a look at the history and see that, in fact, in this case, I think I was looking at um, this ticker. I can't remember the ticker. I think it was BLKN. BK Belkin? And, uh, Belkin. Yeah, Belkin. Yeah. yeah, and I mean it was. It's been tw it's been at twenty three um, 
uh, $23, you know, and give or take a couple cents for over the course of a year. So if that's the trade you want to make, <laughs> that's definitely uh, a great tool for you. I want to point out one thing, what you just said is I, yeah. as far as I'm aware of, I do not know any other application at all that does that, that allows you to identify the percent uh, range that you want allow uh, and say, I want it to be uh, no breakout of that and allow you to type in what number of days you want to go back up to nine years. I know no tool that does that. And I yeah. think TradeCaddy is the only tool that does that. I think there's a and lot you know what? Uh, that TradeCaddy um, does that other to, tools don't do. And, Andy, we're going to um, be doing a webinar on that for the stu- uh, students here soon. It's a special webinar we're going to be putting out in the near future That's on, right. on and, how, to, how to handle trade that. Yeah, so, and just so you um, guys, for I didn't, I didn't listening in. right. I didn't properly introduce John. John Lindahl is our Tuesday night. He hosts Tuesday night trades, and he's going to put together a special free <laughs> webinar. Um, and John, you just give me the date. We'll go ahead and get that set up, and we'll make it happen um, so that we can use that alignment report. Wow. I'll, we've got over four thousand five hundred, I think, customers on uh, on our Udemy site, and I'm going to go ahead and shoot them an email. Plus, we'll post it on Facebook and Twitter. And we'll um, we'll offer this free course so that you can see uh, John's words put in action, um, and also with the help of Ari's alignment report and probably a couple other really cool tools too to see how they can benefit you. So yeah, thanks for that reminder, John. We also have yep. RK on on the show too. So hey, uh, RK. Andy. Wow. Is there anyone else? Because I joined and I did not hear anyone. Yeah, no, this is the entire C-suite. We got the CIO, the CTO, the CMO, and the CEO together to, uh, all in one spot. Hey, Andy, okay, Ose, can you see? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. The C-suite. We're all in one room. This is fantastic. And I said that on a live radio show. That was yeah, bad. nice. I like it. No, I like it. That's good. So, yeah, so head on over to our Facebook page. Uh, RK has just went ahead and updated our website as well. Um, so you'll be able to see next our next webinar when that starts up. And also you can uh, send us a message on Jibo Chat right there on our homepage, tradecaddy.com, or visit us on Facebook or Twitter as well. Um, do we have any more time, Mark uh, and RK and, and John, to chat about a couple other trades? There's a couple more, but we can go ahead and skip those until next time if we're out of time. I don't want to keep anybody beyond our allotted time. We have about a minute left. Okay. All right. Is there anything you want to showcase in the last minute? Any, any, I'll give you the last word, Mark. Uh, we have uh, upcoming um, requests for Trade Caddy. Some of the requests uh, look for a new change in the OCW. For those who are currently using the OCW, the Option Me. Chain Wizard it allows you to see um, 37 option trades all in one uh, time on one particular stock. It tells you the ROI, the uh, builds the trade for you. Just it's very very simple. It's and it looks fantastic. like monopoly cards. It's a fantastic right. Tool. So yeah. So, so when Mark that, gave me some homework. Mark gave me some homework. He's like, how do you calculate the ROI on a bull bull put? I could have gone ahead and figured it up in my head. I could have just hopped on over to Ari and it gave it gives it for gives it to me along with the max reward card delta credit basis risk. Uh, it's just pretty fantastic uh, product. So yeah, new enhancements all the time on our applications. So the new enhancement coming up next uh, in the next um, release 
will be the uh, interactive cards where you can actually change the strike positions in the uh, month cycles uh, very soon. So look for that. Um, if you are not a member of Trade Caddy, please come to Trade Caddy, spelled the European way, T-R-A-D-E-C-A-D-D-I-E.com. Some people say Trade Cad Die. I don't like yeah. the word die. Uh-uh. No, no, and Mark is not only our CEO, but he's also our expert speller, so I appreciate him uh, spelling that out for us. So uh, that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you guys so much. Come back and join us next week and follow us on Facebook and Twitter in the meantime so that you can be alerted to all the latest stock market tips and tricks. You're listening to Trade Talk on PowerTraderRadio.com. See ya.